0: And now, a brand new episode of Script to Screen, live on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM, made to be heard. Welcome to a brand new episode of Script to Screen here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. I'm your host, Alan Mahana, and today's episode is going to start off a little differently. You see, we woke up this morning to to some horrendous news um, that I kind of want to start off with and I want to start off talking about, and the news isn't the greatest, and both... uh, Myself and the solo to my Chewbacca, Hod Solo, we, we both felt like this was, heartbreaking news, very disappointing news. Um, we didn't know how to react. We, we tried to do our due diligence and do as much research as possible to fully understand what occurred, uh, uh last night, um, or most likely during the day in, 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 uh, Hollywood yesterday. Um, but we, we've, We wanted to comment. We wanted to share our point of view, not to get too political, but we wanted to share our point of view. We also have some good news alongside of that. Before we jump into the movie of the week and start talking about the movie of the week, we wanted to tackle this ahead of time. We wanted to kind of just jump in on this, kind of give our two cents. Um, before we moved on So as I'd previously said I introduced him before But let's do a proper introduction Let's welcome the solo to my Chewbacca The co-captain The co-pilot
1: of the script to screen The one The only odd Solo Hey everyone Hey ha- ha- How's how's everything? You, you know with, with what you said I know I'm jumping into this directly But uh, Today is kind of a sad day It is Um i woke up you you texted me the news and with a big wtf yeah yeah with a big wtf and and it it did shake me it did yeah. bother me uh i'm gonna let you do a bit more talking about this specifically sure. i will sure. i will give my two cents after you because i know uh how how bothered you are by this yeah how, i am uh but basically, what was said last night, I'm going to set it up, is that uh, James Gunn was fired from Disney mm-hmm. uh, after some old tweets were... Uh, Decades old, m- yep, yeah. Ten- ten-year-old tweets were re-exposed, and uh, the- Disney had, I guess they thought they had no other choice but mm-hmm. to fire James Gunn. So take it away, Yeah, here's,
0: here's my two cents on this, and... Uh, of course I am not okay with it. Of course, um, I'm not, uh, you know, happy that this is happening. Um, but I, I do, how can I, how can I, how can I put it like, like properly without coming off as, as, uh, also being misunderstood. It's, um, it's inevitable. Stuff like this is inevitable now. Stuff like this is going to keep on happening mm. because of uh, what the, um, the Hollywood and Hollywood's uh, leftist political agenda um, and over, over-sensitive behavior um, has uh, um, become. Um, Hollywood has done this before they've uh, created out, uh, uh, uproar and outrage over things that have been said online, um, and, uh, taken them completely out of context. Um, and, uh, people have gotten, uh, punished over it. Um, you know, uh, uh, there's, there's no such thing as a joke anymore. There's mm. no such thing as um, being funny. Um, this is why a lot of uh, stand-up comics, um, this is why a lot of stand-up comics now don't, excuse me, sorry about this.
1: Yeah, the, speaking of stand-up comics, there, there's, a, there's something which will uh, explain this. There's a British guy called Jimmy Carr and he specifically says uh, offense is taken uh, not given right, and I think this is part of the problem. People are taking things too personally too literally uh it's it's a bit excessive
0: yep yeah. um uh, another there, there's a political commentator um that I listen to as well uh, he's always said that um, um offense is a choice, taking yeah. offense is a choice. Yes. you can choose to take offense or you can choose not to take offense yeah. and uh, cu- currently the the way the world is working now, everybody's choosing to be offended by everything. All the time, yeah. um, and this is why the internet has become such a toxic and ugly place. You know, you watch something like Ready Player One, and you're like, mm. "Whoa, virtual reality is awesome! It's community! It's everything is so inclusive!" Blah blah. Yet, no, that's not what's happening right now. Yeah. The internet has become something that is that is uh, ugly. It's gross. Um, um, it's it's toxic. Um, you know, there's no love on the internet anymore. There's no appreciation it's, of anything. It's mean. Like- yeah, it's mean. Um, you know, so you raised a, a point um, um, when we were going into Mamma Mia, the yeah. premiere. You asked me a question. You're like would yeah. your opinion about Star Wars The Last Jedi have been different if it was released years ago where the internet wasn't available, social media wasn't available, all this, uh, all these different opinions weren't necessarily that accessible? And I said, um, I think I said, I don't know, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. maybe, could be, the more you watch a movie, you're going to be critical of it anyway, but, but that criticism is only between you and yourself and the movie. Yeah. It's not a, a thousand different I- uh, opinions and ideas. And what's funny is that... Um, A couple of days later, actually, no, yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, um, my dad and I were waiting around to go do something, and Justice League was on TV. Mm -hmm. And I tuned into it, and I was like, yeah, whatever, there's nothing else on TV. And I was sitting there watching, and I'm like, you know what, it's not that bad. People were very critical of that film. And I was watching it, and I was kind of like, hey, this is actually a pretty good sequence. Ah, this is actually kind of cool. Okay, what? You know, like... But at the time, I didn't, we didn't get to watch Justice League here because yes. it was banned. Um, we will get into that later. Like, I don't, I don't want to go through explaining mm-hmm. why the film was banned. But we didn't get to watch it here. So by the time we got to watch it, all those opinions of it were everywhere. Yeah. And so you were reading it and almost indirectly being brainwashed yeah. by it's a terrible movie. And then you kind of watch it and you have that same opinion. And anyway, back to the James Gunn thing. Yeah. He was fired. So he's not going to be directing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy no. Volume 3, which is absolutely positively heartbreaking for me because this was a trilogy with a vision. Yeah. This was a trilogy with one voice and now there's someone else that's going to take over, um, which also is very rare in the Marvel Universe that it's the same director that kind of picks up Um, you know, it's not always the case. Mm. It happened with the Rousseau's with Winter Soldier. Um, was it Winter Soldier, Civil War and Infinity War? Yes. Right. Um, and it happened and it happened with, um, Josh,
1: Josh, uh, Josh Sweden.
0: Josh Sweden. Oh, he did did uh, Avengers 1 and and Avengers 2. Yeah. Um, but it's not, I mean, it's not as popular. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: So, and he had a very unique voice. Uh, and, and vision. Uh, and Disney wanted him to expand on the whole cosmic universe. Yeah, that is very true. And now that's not
0: going to be a reality. No. And it's just sad that it's, it's from jokes that he made 10 years ago, before he was the James Gunn of today, before he had millions of followers, before he was hired by Disney, before he became the James Gunn that he is today, he made lame jokes. Yes, completely. If you read the tweets, they are. I'm not saying that they're... Good or they're funny, or whatever mm-hmm. they are uh, uh, crude. I'm going to say that they are crude, um, but I have a much wider sense of humor than most people. I am a very politically incorrect person, so mm-hmm. I can see where a lot of people were offended by it, but personally, for me, it's like he made those a decade ago. yeah but when you create a culture of ease ease of offense, this is the result, and now Hollywood's gonna start. Uh, you know, getting hit for it. Mm. I mean, Scarlett Johansson was just like bullied out of taking a role of, of a, of a transgendered, transgendered. Uh, uh, man. B- why? Like, why? She's an actress. Like, I don't have to cast a trans person to play a trans person. Like, it, mm. that's not acting anymore. It, you know, like, it, it's just, I don't, ugh, it bothers me. It's, it's, you know, so many people have been bullied out of roles because of this. It's It's ridiculous. It's, again, this hypersensitive culture I'm not okay with.
1: Yep, ne- neither am I, and it's, it's very sad to see James Gunn go. He did such an amazing job on the first two films, yeah. and I'm pretty sure he would have done a very good job on the third one. Oh, d- and, uh, absolutely. And, and the whole cosmic universe, but I think people have to calm down to take things less personally and, and just be okay with things. Today you post a random picture, on a picture of yourself on the beach online, and you have people hating and bashing, and yeah, for, for yeah, what yeah. reason... I don't know. It's just it's sad. Now, it, going back to what might happen with with the Guardians of the Galaxy, who mm-hmm. should who I think should take over and, and and you just told me that this is what they were talking about and I had no idea. Yeah. But because the movie will go on and the yeah, absolutely. The, the whole absolutely. Uh, the, the whole MCU goes on at the end of the day. Uh but I think Taika Waititi, who yeah. directed Thor Ragnarok, would be uh, a very good choice. He I think has... it would be a
0: very smart choice, yeah. and it's also a very safe choice at yes. this point because he did such a he did do such mm-hmm. a good job with Thor Ragnarok, and Thor Ragnarok out of the three Thors is the it's most the popular. One, yeah. um, so I, I do believe that this would be a very smart choice on on Disney and Marvel's end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the smarter choice would have been not to fire James Gunn, nope. yeah. but you know we're not. You know that that's. Um, I wish we had a a go back button, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, a a time traveler. DeLorean. Yeah, the DeLorean would would have been great at this point. Um, It is sad to see him go. Um, You know, shakeups at Disney have been happening a lot. There's a lot of uh, uh, news coming out of Disney. Yeah. uh, Which kind of transitions us over to the- Better news. Better news. Good news. um, Which also seems kind of Disney's desperate attempt to unite a fandom that they've- sort of divided. Yes. Um, but I'm not complaining. I'm very happy that this is happening. Uh, Dave Filoni, um, who was, um, uh, you know, one of the, one of the main heads of, uh, the Clone Wars. He was working with George Lucas at the time when George Lucas was working on the animated series, Star Wars, the Clone Wars. um, switched over to Star Wars Rebels a lot of the uh, uh, Star Wars fan base loves Dave Filoni Um, with the new Star Wars show the animated show Mm -hmm. Star Wars Resistance that's coming out later this year Dave Filoni said he would be stepping down um, from creator he's only he was only part of the buildup of the idea and he was kind of going to be taking on other things at Disney and people weren't 100% sure what he was talking about we were panicking because we didn't want Dave Filoni to be disappearing um, because he is such a powerful Uh, visionary in Lucasfilm lo and behold he was simply moving over because uh, at uh, Comic Con this year which we will be talking about next week I presume we're gonna do a a Comic Con wrap up Dave Filoni surprised an entire conference room of Star Wars fans with the news that the Clone Wars will be returning uh, to finish off an unfinished quote unquote war Um, You know, with hashtag uh, clone wars saved very smart marketing from Disney, very smart decision making from Disney um, at this point, because I haven't seen the Star Wars fan base as one in such a long time, Yeah, Uh, probably since the Force Awakens, uh, you know, premiere. Um, we haven't seen the fan base kind of united and be okay with one decision being made. So I think this for me is a very smart decision. Uh, yes, I totally see, see through the, the marketing stunt and the campaigning that's being done, the politicizing, if you will, because they're trying to bring the fans back together, especially, uh, with episode nine coming out next year. Yes. Um, but I'm happy. Uh, and the trailer, very smart trailer, very strategic trailer. doesn't give away much, but it does build up hype, which is really cool.
1: I think it's a step in the right direction. Absolutely. And I think they buy themselves a bit of time. Yep. Keeping people busy with that while yes. they yes. try to figure out what they're going to do with uh, the final movie and the rest of the whole Star Wars universe. Exactly. So smart exactly. move. Very smart. Very
0: smart move to, to, to um, Yeah. It's like, we're going to give you this so that you're not paying attention to that yeah. while we try to figure out what we're going to do with that. Absolutely. Which is very, very smart. Very smart decision-making. Uh, speaking of uh, smart decision-making, the Mamma Mia sequel was not. Okay, oh, good. <laughs> I, I was
1: waiting to see like, how we were going <laughs> to <the> transition. <laughs>
0: um, we're, which switches us into the movie of the week. Uh, Hattie and I got to see uh, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. And... Ugh,
1: it's, it's not that it's not a smart decision. I think the movie's going to make a lot of money. Oh, it probably will. I mean, but not for worldwide. the right reasons. Look, it's, I mean, uh, in our reviews, I think we kind of share yeah, an opinion. It's, we do. You, uh, gave it
0: a, you gave it a 6 a out of a 6 ten. out of 10. I gave it a 2.5 over
1: 5. Yeah, so very close. Very close. Uh, but it's a fun movie. It's a cute movie. It's a good summer movie. Uh, you'll, you dance, you move, you shake. Yeah, but Was it's, it necessary? No. no. Yeah, absolutely no. not. It wasn't. It's like it took them ten years. You know years. what else
0: was unnecessary? Cher. Yeah, Cher was so unnecessary. Cher and, and Meryl
1: Streep. I mean, yeah, I know she's. I mean, she's, absolutely. She's she's in the story. There's there's the young version of uh, Donna, Donna, which yeah. is uh, Meryl Streep's character, who's played by uh, Lily James. Beautifully played by wow. Lily James. I loved Lily James. I'm performance. really impressed by this girl. She's, oh, she's, I love her. Uh, she was great in The Darkest Hour. Uh, She was great in this. Cinderella. Yep. I I like this girl.
0: And uh, technically before Cinderella, I got to see her kind of her first kind of big role, which was on a a beautiful BBC show called Downton Abbey. Yes. She was in the final two seasons of the show. She played their cousin. Um, So I got to see her kind of in Mm. her figuring out what kind of actress she yeah. wants to be and then she took on Cinderella and I thought she was marvelous in Cinderella so I, yeah I mean I'm a big fan of Lily James yeah.
1: and she, she does a great job and she's in the majority of the movie mm-hmm. but in the end you have two cameos which are by Cher and by Meryl Streep Yeah, and for me that's False marketing. I think. Way, I mean, way big false marketing. I don't the like trailer they, very
0: when... betrays. The trailer yeah. seriously betrays. The trailer also gives you the idea that it's going to be a very fun movie, mm. and it's really not when you think about it. It's a very down film because they're all mourning uh, a particular thing yeah. that occurs in the film without giving too much away. They're in mourning, and it, it's not that like it's not as fun as the first and uh uh, you know shamelessly i was kind of watching the first movie yesterday a little bit and then today the first movie had way more fun Mm -hmm. it had way more fun you're smiling genuinely in the first movie not just because of the music but because of the storyline itself is actually uh, a lot better but again it's based off of the broadway show so i mean the script was there all they had to do was kind of like tweak um and it's a it's a tony award winning Mm -hmm. uh um, you know musical um, but yeah, the sequel unnecessary, totally unnecessary. Yeah,
1: and they push they push certain songs and certain yes, scenes which yes, didn't really yes. have to be there. And then you had other songs which aren't really known, so it defeats the whole ABBA purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, look, it's a, if you want to go disconnect and just da- have a nice time,
0: if you want to go karaoke, yeah, yeah.
1: Go, watch, go, the go movie. watch it. For me, it, it wasn't as sad as you. you I don't yeah. find it as sad as that. I, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But I like the flashbacks. The, look, the, tra- the, the cinematically, th- yeah.
0: or not even cinematically, but the editing, yeah. uh, the editing of the film is very smart. It's, it's very, very beautiful. Smooth. I love the transitions. It's very seamless between the way it goes back and forth between past and present. That, you're right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a fun movie. If, if you don't, because there's so much negativity, there's so much yeah, hate no, yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. If you want to have a couple of hours where you're singing a few ABBA songs and seeing people on the beach and in the sea and in Europe and whatnot, go watch it. I mean, you'll, yeah. en- you'll enjoy it. If you're an ABBA fan, you'll enjoy it. I think parents will really enjoy this. Oh, movie, definitely. By the way. My mom loved it. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: and she was my day for the evening. Yeah.
1: So. Okay.
0: Today's episode, um, we decided to switch it a little bit. We've been talking about movies for so long, we decided to take a step back and talk about the
1: uh, the tube. The silver screen? No, the silver screen, that's a movie theater. What's the, the what do you call TV the, the TV screen. The tube. The tube. The tube. The YouTube. No, okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one
0: of the things that um, both Had and I have noticed over the past couple of years is that, yes, TV has been going through uh, what we call a new golden age of television. Yeah. Um, some of the greatest content ever uh, has hit you know, has been on TV, uh, especially with the introduction of like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and... Yeah, streaming services. Streaming services, because, you know, the list is, you know, you've got Crackle and you've got you've got uh, YouTube Red and now Facebook is doing their own thing and Disney's doing their own thing and CBS it's is doing their endless. own thing and HBO Go and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It
1: um,
0: was like a hip-hop move that I just did. I
1: don't know. Okay. It's good that this is the radio and they can't see and that. And you can't see yeah. what I just did, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Um, so, but, but with all of that... Um, both Had and I have felt that we are at an oversaturated level when it comes to content. We feel like content has, as um, it's like there's an oversaturation of serialized content. There's so there's much, so much going on. There's so much stuff. There's so much you know like so much to watch, so much um and not to mention that now the streaming services are also giving us a foreign television series yes. to watch. So it's like it's not only you get, you know like you've you've got your your US content, but you've got you know um uh, like Spanish oriented content, you've got Italian content and French content and and you know Indian content and it's like uh, it's ah, never ending. It's so much stuff. It's so much. Um,
1: so there's a lot. There, there, there is. There's so many, many shows to watch. There's so much choice. Maybe 15 years ago, 20 years ago, there was definitely less. There were show. I remember the first show I actually started to watch, and I'm not talking about a sitcom, was ER. Ooh. Very good show. Excellent. Clooney. Clooney, Anthony Daniels, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, and then uh, Juliana Margulies. Absolutely. So it was a good show. It was very well made. And the longest running medical show, actually. Well, no.
0: Grey's Anatomy just kicked right now. Yeah, Yeah. just now. But it used to be. It used to be up until uh, Grey's uh, entered their 14th season because ER was 13.
1: All right. So, but it was a good show. And you didn't have much choice back then in terms no, of what you want to no, watch. no, you didn't. And, and it was a show that had quality and that was good and was consistent and had characters leave and had new characters mm-hmm, come. Mm-hmm. So it knew how to rebuild itself, recreate itself season after season and maintained mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. for a long time. But today, nowadays, with, with all the... The shows that are uh, being created, I feel every time a child laughs, there's a show that yeah. uh, is created. Uh, it's harder. It's 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 harder to, to keep up. To keep it's up, harder, yeah. to, it's to, harder to-, to know what to watch. Uh, many times we'd be talking, me and you, about, have you seen this show? And I'd tell you, no, not yet, But but I want to, but I have no mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard. Because when you invest in a show, it's not like investing in a movie. A movie is... What two and a half hours, yeah, three exactly. hours tops, yeah. if it's like, and then you're done. But a TV show you're talking about twelve 20, to twenty four episodes, 24 depending hours, yeah. on the format, yeah, like. and, and it. And what's becoming harder and harder w- w- with with shows, which is what I'm realizing. For example, Game of Thrones, it's so intricate that there's so many characters and so much details. Next year, the final season comes out. I've forgotten what happens and yeah, certain yeah, people yeah, and certain yeah. care. And sometimes this is I'd why, be-
0: like, it's very strange. But this is why every time somebody announces, like, or a show announces, that this is going to be the final season. I'm like, yes, mm. you know, like, finally, like, I can check one off my list that I don't have to worry about anymore. Yeah. Like, this is why a lot of people are like, oh my god, it's ending next year. I'm like, oh my god, it's ending next year. Like, yes. thank you. J- we're done. You know, like, this is one show I can cross off. We're done. We're okay until the prequels start.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, but but again, I, I remember watching some episodes and then a character pops up and I would not remember who this person was. Yeah, I mean,
0: like, remember, like, uh, what was it this past season? Gendry. Yes. Gendry popped up, what is it, like five seasons later? Like, And, and you expected us to remember who Gendry was?
1: And what he did then... You, I mean, unless you'd watched the, the, the shows, you binged watch them before watching the Right before, season. yeah. But then again. But even then, because you're you going to have there's so, much,
0: so many characters and but, so, but, but, so many things. And,
1: and there's so little time. <laughs> there's so much to watch and so little time. It's crazy, but
0: but see, there, there's not only this. So it's not only us that are feeling exhausted as a, an audience. Which I mm. do feel that there, are, I do feel there are, uh, to a certain degree that audiences are getting fatigued yeah. by this. It's not just that, but it's also a drop in quality. Yeah. Because what what shows then, what shows then start doing is that they are so desperate to keep ratings up and to keep people watching, is that they start. I think they start floundering and making dumb decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a show, um, uh, that I, that I watched only the first two seasons of. And then I thought for me, it was just getting, uh, uh all over the place was True Blood. Mm-hmm. When True Blood was on, the first season was so unique. It was so cool. And then it's just the cliffhangers and the things that were happening on the show. It just felt like, okay, so you're just creating something to shock the audience mm-hmm. just so that the audience continues to watch, like, none of those twists felt genuine, and and it just felt like it was jumping, what you call jumping shark. Um, Same thing goes with Scandal, which I loved that show. The first three seasons of that show, gold. And then it just, it just became too, it lost the quality. It lost the pizzazz that it was. And I think shows tend to start doing that once, you know, there's so much stuff, it becomes like a factory. It's it's almost like old Hollywood. You know, Mm. at one point when Hollywood movies were just popping out, Mm -hmm. you know, like it was just like make movies, make movies, make movies, make movies. It was kind of like a factory. This is what's happening with television content now. So we're gonna be entering the age of over-commercialized television content.
1: The only advantage is that you do have a lot of choice today. And among that choice, you will have some very good quality shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You'll have less good ones, but you will have fantastic shows. And you do have excellent things. Which is why lately I've been
0: like, you know, you know, stopping mid-season. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I'm, I don't want to dedicate any more, no time more time to this. It's this, like, yeah. if, if the writers aren't respecting us, I'm not going to respect them. I'm just going to stop
1: watching. But I think there's also the whole problem, again, of I always talk about this because I'm in marketing. The, the whole marketing aspect yes. of something and making money. I, uh, the Walking Dead is a show I, I used to enjoy a lot. And when they kicked off the show, it was supposed to be for three or four seasons, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And the show was supposed to end. We're at season nine. It's kicking uh. off next year. And so many mistakes, and the fan base has in- dropped incredibly. Incredibly, The yeah. quality of the show has dropped incredibly. Even though they came up, in my opinion, with one of the best villains in recent uh, TV shows, which is Negan, I just love to hate that guy, he's fantastic. But still, a huge drop in the overall quality of the show, and this is what's happening more f- frequently with other shows. Uh, You have shows like Community, which started off really well the first two or three seasons, and then certain actors started to leave the show, and they wanted to keep the show on air, so they tried to find solutions to that problem, and hence the drop in quality. And it changed from one network to another. And and mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. seen that mm-hmm. very, happening very well with other shows, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. This mm-hmm. is a show where we were both very happy. Yes, uh, yes. that It's picked up by uh, NBC, NBC right now. So is there a drop in quality? Yes. Is it hard to remain consistent? Yes. Some shows are mm-hmm. doing that. Uh, do you have a lot of choice? Yes, uh, of course. I think... I I don't see this slowing down right now. Oh no, With it's not going to. No, not at all. And another small thing which is confusing me is when shows are intertwined. So let's take. Oh, the crossover crossovers stuff. Crossovers like Arrow and Flash yep, and yep. and DC's Legends or Daredevil and Luke Cage and. There's just so much to watch, and it's because... See, like,
0: um, for me, one of the better shows that do this, um, it's called the Chicago Trilogy, and it's Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and Chicago Men. Um, They were the ones that kind of started this whole crossover thing way before Arrow did it. Um, They started the crossover thing. They were doing it in a way that felt very genuine to the storyline, but again there are a lot of episodes where it's, like, it starts on this show, and then it goes on to this show, and then it ends on this show. Mm-hmm. So, like, last year, I think it was last year, they did a three-hour crossover. So mm-hmm. it was, like, Chicago Med, Chicago BD, and Chicago Fire, all of them together. So if you're, like, okay, f- frack, okay, so where do I even start? Like, mm-hmm. how do I even begin to, what if I miss a little bit of this? Then Do yeah. I have to, like, figure out what's going on here? And if you're not watching one show you're going to be missing and what you what know. order
1: to watch them in from yeah, w- episode yeah. 1 from which show yeah. episode 2 from which show and, and 100%, yeah. 100% 100% becau-
0: and this is the thing so like i was never we were never fans of when, back when i was watching the dc universe uh, uh, television shows so like arrow and the uh, flash and mm-hmm. uh, legends of tomorrow i was never a fan of legends of tomorrow i just mm-hmm. didn't like it so um we were you know my sister and i were watching uh, arrow and and the flash but there were episodes that like now we're intertwined with Legends of Tomorrow and you're yeah. like, "Ugh, OK, so now I have to go read and figure out what happened on Legends of Tomorrow because yeah. I don't want to watch the show. I didn't like it. So it became very exhausting. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Yeah, That that is it is a very. And this is also marketing, though. Mm-hmm. This is also so that you're watching all yeah. the shows exactly. so like, you know, it, you know, we're not stupid. We understand what you're trying to do, but it doesn't always work. But even Brooklyn Nine-Nine did a weirdo
1: crossover with, thing uh, with the good girl. Uh, uh, new girl. New girl. With uh, Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw the that episode, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but it was like
0: a quick thing. It wasn't like you a don't big storyline. And yeah, if you yeah. don't
1: watch, I, I don't really watch New Girls. Oh, so. I don't
0: either. I don't really like it.
1: So yeah. it, it didn't bother me or it didn't... Oh, no, no, no. It but was I, okay. I'm just saying like, yeah. you know... But it wasn't as pushed as uh, other shows. Yeah. Let me ask you a fun question about TV shows. Mm-hmm. Are you a binge watcher or do you watch uh, every week you watch an episode? What's your process when it comes
0: well, to Well, okay, so there are some shows that I, I do binge and yeah. then there are other shows that I would rather watch episode to episode mm-hmm. to episode. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is one of those shows that I don't like to binge actually. No. I, I actually do like resting from the show. Okay. Um, same with like things like Westworld. Um, uh, any, anything high concept, I think when you do too much of it, I think it becomes exhausting. Um, and you know, whereas like Brooklyn 99 for I'm binging that, yeah, you know, and I'm I've, ju- I've just got on to the Brooklyn 99 train, so mm-hmm. like I'm on season four now, yeah, so I'm almost there, but I binge it, like mm-hmm. I watch three or four episodes at a time because it's 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 fun and it's light and and whatever. It's easy. Um, Netflix is mm-hmm. the crown, I binge that, mm-hmm. um, because it's not too high concept and it's kind of nice to kind of see it uh, uh, all in one arc. Um, what other Cobra Kai. Oh, binge. Binge, binge, binge. binge. I didn't binge it the first time around because I I was watching. uh, I watched like a few episodes and a few episodes and a few episodes. But then my father and I, and I told you this, we watched it all in one day. Yeah. Way better than watching it. Um, yeah, Co- you know Cobra
1: Kai. I watched in in twenty four hours, like yeah, overnight. Yeah, but
0: see, but the show is written in a way that you should binge it. Yes. Like, but again, it goes back to the writing. So mm-hmm. Game of Thrones isn't written to be binged. Uh, Westworld isn't written to be binged. Uh, shows on Netflix mm-hmm. are written to be binged yeah. because of the fact that they're all available.
1: The, you know what's another problem, by the way, with Game of Thrones? The spoilers. Oh because, yeah, because absolutely, if you happen to want to binge watch the whole season. You have to be offline for twelve weeks but yeah, for exactly. ten weeks, eight weeks, depending on on the, the, how long the season is, but yeah i I remember reading uh, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone because mm-hmm. I was really upset when uh, but but the the red wedding
0: uh, I read no, that oh that was spoiled
1: for you that was spoiled for me oh so. Yeah, That's no, a shame. It is a shame. Shame. <laughs> yeah, shame, shame. Speaking of Game of um, Thrones,
0: and then you know, so so you've got shows that sh- jump shark, and then you've got shows that um, get too politicized, which yep. is kind of what happened for me with with Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. I think Shonda Rhimes, the showrunner, became too politicized. She wanted mm-hmm. to push political agenda, and so you've got characters that don't ever act that don't act the same way that they used to act. So that mm. also bothers. Um, and now we've got nostalgia fever hating television. Yeah. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is... Yeah, but this is nostalgia. But it's right. a good... Yeah, but it's, yeah a good, it's a good good, good nostalgia. It's, it's done right.
1: It's done right. No, it's a, it's a, it's a really good show. But yeah, you have, you have nostalgia. You have... What... what, what? You've um, also got big, big named actors, film actors shifting. shifting over. Yes, because I, Kevin Spacey, I think, was one of the first... Yeah, to do that. ...who started with uh, House of Cards. House of Cards. Uh, and then Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Westworld. mm mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy Irons in the upcoming Watchmen. Uh, Watchmen. Yeah. So... I think, And the, now
0: the, Kevin Costner in the new show Yellowstone, yeah, which is amazing. It. It's yeah. so good. And he, I, I almost feel like it's a huge comeback for Kevin Costner because he's mm. doing such a good job on that show. Like, it's so beautifully written. Taylor Sheridan. <laughs> Love that guy. But, yeah, I, I kind of like seeing. Uh, and then you got Nicole Kidman, uh, Reese Witherspoon, Nicole, Laura yeah. Dern yeah. in uh, Big Little Lies. And this season they're bringing in Meryl Streep Absolutely. to play. I believe she's playing
1: uh, Nicole Kidman's mother. I haven't watched the show because so many shows to watch. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. But, but it but cool. it is at home and it is waiting for me to. It's actually done. really well done. I, I it's heard, it's I really heard. well written. And and besides, by the way, besides the actors, you have big directors, David Fincher. Oh yeah, uh, with Mindhunter. Yeah, with which Scor- was also really good. Scorsese with uh, bro- uh, bro- uh, Broadwalk Empire. Boardwalk, Boardwalk. Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Broadwalk. Sorry, I don't know. Broadwalk? Bro- broadwalk. How do you how do you, how do you walk broad? <laughs> well, it's it's a style of walking. <laughs> Uh, I'll show you after the show. Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but no, you have all these directors also making the shift. So I think uh, uh, TV or a series, not TV, because it's I don't yeah, think serialized you can call it content. TV. Yeah, yeah, serialized online, content. So serialized content is is just the next big. Big thing. And everyone in DC is getting into that. Marvel is getting into that. Disney is getting yeah, into that. Yeah, speaking
0: of, DC is creating their own online streaming service yeah. now as well with the uh, Titans as their first show.
1: Yeah, the, there was the, the, the trailer. The trailer
0: released in uh, San Diego Comic-Con. With, with a big
1: F, F.U. Batman. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how it starts. <laughs> yeah so uh, he literally
0: goes f batman yeah and i seeing robin do that is kind of badass yeah it was pretty not cool. gonna lie did you see the? Tra- you saw the trailer yeah i did yeah it's, i mean i'm uh, yeah. could be could. could be something cool yeah could be something very cool it feels very mature like it, it doesn't feel like a cw it doesn't uh, feel like arrow or flash yeah no, 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 no. it feels like a, it feels like marvel's version of daredevil you know like the daredevil and and that universe it yeah. kind of feels like that because there yeah. was a lot of blood
1: in the trailer, it's bloody bloody.
0: I mean, uh, c- crazy little bit of episode. We've got a little mishap with the audio. The phone was ringing earlier. It was cool. Was it a c- collect call from someone? Or? I don't know. <laughs> we're we're creating a new experience it's, here. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a very script interactive. Script script. Yes, very interactive, very 4DX. Uh, you know, you're living it. Yeah, the real the realness of the radio, yeah, it's, raw and edgy.
1: That's it. That's how it should be. <laughs> As I die. No, no, don't, don't. After the new age of television, maybe the new age of radio.
0: New age of ra- well, it, actually, the new age of radio is uh, is more digital. This yeah. is where all the podcasting comes from because you've got like um, you've got like uh, 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 dramatized uh, uh, audio stories and all that stuff on podcasts. It's actually
1: pretty, pretty cool. That's no, interesting. And and people talking about fan theories and yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. About- I mean, like one of my favorite podcasts, um, uh, Rebel Force Radio, is all mm-hmm. Star Wars all the time. Yeah. It's brilliant. The, the co-hosts, the co-hosts have seen Star Wars over five hundred times. Well, wow, I
1: have not seen. I love yeah, Star like Wars. Yeah, like isn't
0: that isn't that legit? Awesome. That's like kick butt. Yeah, it's it's super cool. Shout out to the guys at Rebel Force Radio. Yeah. Um So speaking of uh, uh, you know over 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 the top um, television content, there's so much out there that you may be missing some really good shows. Yeah. So we're gonna tell you some of the shows that we watch that we think are. Um, of worth, uh, that you should be watching if you're not watching. Yes. Uh, but,
1: what shall we start with? Well, we, we've talked about, uh, a few already, but maybe we want to expand on some of them. Sure, sure, sure. I, I I'd love to go back and I, I don't, I can't get enough of this show, Cobra Kai. Yeah. Cobra Kai is, uh, I, I'm getting
0: I, ready to do my third viewing of it.
1: I, I started my second viewing with my, with my brother. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's such a really fun show. I think it might have flown under the ra- radar because it was on YouTube. On YouTube, YouTube Red, yeah. And I have my cousin in Canada, and he wanted to watch it. And in Canada, it's not as easy as, as here to go get a DVD from yeah, a DVD yeah, store. Yeah, it's and not easy not. to torrent
0: or anything but like that. Yeah, yeah, so
1: exactly. So it's like, how do I watch it? And should I subscribe to YouTube? Is it worth it? And whatnot. So so yeah, sometimes I think some some really good shows mm-hmm. are are being missed, and Cobra Kai was such a fun show. It's so so well written. It's so man. Well it's done. so genuine. It's so
0: heartfelt. It's got a lot of heart. The story is so well crafted. It's like it takes you down one path for a couple of episodes, and then you know yeah, you're, you you, you well, are like it flips, and it's it's very Hitchcockian of them to do this. Yeah. Like it's like. Um, and the acting is not bad. It's it's really good, and these kids really embody these mm-hmm. roles. Um, you know, I, I love the cast of the kids. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find his name really quick because I thought his performance was so freaking good. Um, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Uh, where, is he, where is he? 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 Ah, Tan- uh, Tanner Buchanan. He plays um, Johnny Lawrence's son. Mm-hmm. Such a good actor. Yeah. Like the emotions and the rawness of his role, like really cool.
1: I don't know. He, he,
0: he Plus, I really dig his good. hair.
1: Yeah, pretty cool hair, but that's <laughs> not, not what I was focusing on. <laughs> But no, it, it is a show that has heart. It's a show that's fun. It takes you back to your childhood. Yeah. I love when they integrated shots from the original Karate Kid. And so and they're very smart. Small. Like, and they're they were very smart. they placed in the right place. Very strategic. Right place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're not like, why is this here? Why are they doing this? And then the small homages to Miyagi. Oh, to Mr. Miyagi. To, to, it, 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 this is not really spoiling, but there's an episode, and I won't say when and where, but you see the the, the hood of Mr. Miyagi's car, the, the one that Danny. Mm -hmm. drives -hmm. in the first karate kid and just by seeing that I had goosebumps Mm -hmm. so that that's one of the shows I think did not get the 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 credit it should or the viewership actually because yeah when people watch it they're loving it it's very well rated online but it's not getting the viewership that it should I think people should uh, just find a way to watch the show so on that note it is
0: renewed for a second season so um you know the the viewership at this point though may not be, you know, over the top, um, it's still enough to have garnered it a second season. So you still have time to catch up because the second season will probably not be released until like June or July of next year. uh, Or what was it, like May? Uh, It was released in May this year, wasn't it? I'm. I'm not sure, but yeah, probably. So yeah, somewhere around around there. There, it's only like twelve episodes, and the episodes, the, the longest one is thirty six minutes. Yeah. So you have enough time to watch it. Go and watch it. It's a really really good show. Um, we've recommended it on this on on script to screen. So uh, I definitely think this show. Um, is legit cool, and what's cool about it is that it'll make you want to go back and watch the original Karate Kid mm-hmm. uh, films, which I've uh, I'm on my way to starting this uh, Karate Kid two. The second one, yeah. Um, because some of those flashbacks
1: aren't just from no, they're cuts from the movie that weren't used.
0: Oh, interesting. There, there are a lot of
1: cuts which were from the editing which were never oh, ends up being put in the that movie. That is also smart. And I did not know yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Hey, the more you know. Yes. Cool. What
1: are the shows? Do you have in
0: mind? Um. Well, here's one show. I'm a big sci-fi fan, yep. so I'm a, I'm a huge sci-fi fan, um, which, I mean, if you know me, you'll already know that. Uh, again, big Star Wars fan. Loved Battlestar Galactica. That was mm-hmm. an old show um, that was on the sci-fi network. Um, but now there's another show that is just as complex. Actually, uh, it's based on a book series called The Expanse mm-hmm. book series, and the show is called
1: The Expanse. Yes. Um, Excellent show. Excellent show.
0: Oh yeah, you've seen the. I've seen the first season. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, wait, I I thought you didn't see it. Um no, no, yeah. The first season's it's genius. It's yeah. super good. Um even on the book, even George R.R. Martin literally said the quote on the book, uh the, the you know, the feedback on the book, his his review of the book, um, a space opera drama, uh, or like one of the best space opera dramas we've had in a long time, or something yeah. along those lines. Like even George R. R. Martin mm-hmm. loved this story because it does feel very much like Game of Thrones in space. True. There's a lot of politics. There's yeah. a lot of you know uh, deception. A lot of cool characters, but the production value, the realism in in the space traveling and all that stuff, and the, the details and the effects, effects are and the amazing. And the storyline is really cool. Yep. Look, the reason why I love uh, uh, sci-fi so much is because you can you can take uh, you know real world things that are happening. You can take uh, reality. You can take uh, Um, I don't know, social commentary. And you can do it in a way that's not very in your face, but it's there, right? It's like these subtle hints of, um, you know, this is what we're dealing with in reality, but this is how, you know. So like politically speaking I love sci-fi that's very much that that deals with politics um although I'm not a very political person I love yeah. watching political dramas and all that mm-hmm. stuff so so for me this is why I kind of I prefer the first four seasons of Game of Thrones than the latter seasons because mm-hmm. the first four seasons were very much politically uh uh charged um so The Expanse is very politically charged um it's it's uh, Again, it's very realistic, beautifully acted. I love the cast. Um, and it's a show that, again, not a lot of people will watch. because, yeah. I, uh, you know, sci-fi. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Watch it. It's yeah. super good. Um, and it's very, I mean, it's got cinematic production mm-hmm. value as it, well. It's
1: not your traditional sci-fi. No,
0: it's not. And and a good thing, it was almost canceled. Actually, no, it, it, was, it was canceled can, off but, of sci-fi. Yeah. But Amazon picked it up, which means that Amazon is now going to infuse a lot of its, mm-hmm. its budget into the show. So hoping for the best.
1: Yeah. The end. No, I'm kidding. No. Uh, <laughs> we both want to recommend Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No, of course. Well, there are a couple of more things we want to recommend. Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. should we talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine together or? or yeah.
0: Well. we'll or let's I just. I
1: recommend something else and then we go for Brooklyn Nine.
0: Okay. Really quick. Recommend something else and then we'll go for Brooklyn Nine. Very
1: quickly. I want to go for an old show we both really love, which is oh. Fringe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Fringe, Fringe. Is yeah. A, Was one of the really good shows, and I think it lasted five or six seasons. No, five seasons, oh. and then the last season wasn't that big. Yeah.
0: But it's only because of the fans that they gave us the last thirteen episodes. Exactly. But it was.
1: Such a good show, and it dealt with so many different yeah. topics. JJ Abrams, yeah. at his finest. And it started like at, at an X Files ish kind of, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. evolved into its own thing, its own baby. And the characters, the parallel universes, and, and, and the, Walter, Walter oh. good Walter and bad Walter, and getting it, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it will it's, blow your mind. Yep, I mean, yep. if you are a sci-fi fan, watch it. Really, silent it moment for September. Mm-hmm. Silent moment for <laughs> September. <laughs> And on on that note, how about we talk about the, the 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 title of my I don't know if I can say this here. no, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. Which is not the title of your sex
0: tape. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not a. It's not a. You know. I
1: know, but I don't know if people would get it. That's yeah, the, no, you know. it's fine.
0: Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine is a is a comedy that is on the air right now. Was canceled out of Fox and then miraculously saved twelve hours later by NBC. NBC. Thank you, NBC. Be-
1: no, thank you, fandom. Well, yeah, we, thank you, NBC for like stepping in and doing what you Very um, true.
0: It's a hilarious show. It's so funny. It's epic. Um, and I don't know if it's got. I, I don't think it. It has a big fan base. I mean, it, the fan base is there, but I don't it know if it's... It has a specific fan base. It's very
1: specific. It is very specific. Because the humor is very specific. It's very funny. It's very raw. Mm-hmm. It, for me, we always have this, conversa- this conversation very of, who's who's your favorite character? I love all I love the characters. On, yeah. I love everybody. Each one has his thing. Each one has his moment to be funny, to shine. Uh, each one have, has their defaults which are hilarious yeah yeah, yeah yeah and it's such a funny show it's about these cops in brooklyn they very quirky they're the characters
0: lineup. like they're very yeah. quirky and unique and they've all got their own thing and it, you know like yeah i mean i i love i love it it's, i love it's the show Silly good i love the show it's so yeah. good that's one an, another show that could be um you know under the radar you might not have heard about it uh which is which is legit it's it's super good. Yep. It's super super good. Um, there are a cool, lot of cool, cool. other shows as well. <laughs> there are a lot of other shows as well,
1: but we will leave those for our script to screen recommends. But go go on our social media and tell us what shows you've seen which are not very popular. Yeah, that would be amazing. Like tell us this show is not very popular but is a really good show. We'd love to hear what you guys We'd have We'd love to, say. to
0: hear what the fans recommend. Yeah. Screeners recommend. Quick, um, <laughs> okay, so before the releases, <laughs> we want to talk about the recommendations. Yes, <laughs> which normally <laughs> comes before the releases of, of the show what a funky episode this has been um yeah it's very very <laughs> it's fringy very fringy it started off so sad and mm. heartbroken and now we're like blah, 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 you know like i uh, think this is
1: how we deal with sadness i think it just sounded like a turkey
0: <laughs> <laughs> happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving everybody um okay so uh, Script to Screen recommends, which is something that we started um, on the second yeah. episode of the show of this season. Um, you know, where Hattie and I both have a recommendation to kind of give you guys uh, because we like sharing what we love. And again, we are not a toxic space here at Script to Screen. We're uh, a fun, lovey, dorky, uh, uh, apparently very laughedastic today, <laughs> yes. um, fringy uh, show um, and uh, platform. So, uh, this week's recommendation from yours truly, moi, uh, would be uh, a musical based on an actual band's music done right. Yes. So, I think everybody should check out the amazing film Across the Universe. Really nice movie. A beautiful movie starring uh, Jim Sturgis and. Um,
1: that lady from Westworld? Oh my God, what's Dolores' real name? Rachel Evans. Rachel Evans. Evans,
0: Rachel Evans, um, a beautiful film, fantastic inclusion of the music, uh, the Beatles, uh, Beatles music. Uh, one of the strongest, memorable sequences in it is the uh, the sequence mm. for the Let It Be uh, uh, song. Beautiful film talking about the war, talking about America. Um, Uh, You know, America's kind of pro-war policy and all that stuff, as well as the hippie generation, the hippie period and, you know, like uh, protests and all that stuff. Uh, Great film, beautiful acting, great music. I love their renditions of the songs and I love kind of like how they redid the songs. Um, And it felt very genuine, um, very organic to the story. Beautiful job. Fantastic. That's what I recommend.
1: Nice. Nice. As from my recommendation, because this week after I posted my Mamma Mia review, people uh, I, I said it's a very feel-good movie, and then mm-hmm. people started asking me about feel-good movies, and I started to list them on my Instagram. And the movie I want to talk to is an, uh, about today is an old movie. It's big with Tom Hanks, Yeah. and it is such a feel-good and nice movie, and it's well written. And it's very quickly, in a nutshell, the story of a kid who wishes he was older, and wakes up the next day he's an adult being Tom Hanks, Mm -hmm. and he ends up working in a toy company, and there is this amazing scene with... The piano. The piano. scene. I forgot the name of the actor, uh, but... It is, there, there's this huge piano on the floor and they start playing with their feet and jumping around and dancing. Oh, my god! And gosh. I, oh, I don't know, I tear up. I, I don't know what it is about that scene, but it makes me feel being, so happy. Yeah, it's and
0: all about being in touch with your inner child. Exactly. Really. And, and
1: that's... And it's such a well-made film, so... You know,
0: it, it, it's like the better version of Tag, where if you want to stay young, you know, you can do it in a way that's
1: more genuine. And the idea has been, like, redone and repeated. Yeah, of 13 course. Going 30 and whatnot. Yeah, but this yeah. is, to me, this is the ultimate... Tale of a kid who wants yeah. to grow up and what, what's the name of the the machine the the the, the, uh, the, Zol- the Zoltan the Zoltan Zol- yeah yeah he Zoltan. makes he makes a wish and uh, yep yep yeah. yep good film amazing from good Check it out. film so watch good film
0: yes. A big recommendation for big. Nice. Well played. Well thank played. Thank you. Thank you. So, Mr. Hod Solo, what's in the movie theaters this
1: week? Oh, we're doing that? Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so this week uh, you have Gotti with uh, Travolta. Yeah. Uh, you have a Lebanese movie called Martyr. Check yep. it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hotel Transylvania 3. Hotel Transylvania. You have Skyscraper with The Rock. Why? You have 2, of course. And you have Ant-Man and the Wasp, The Purge, Incredibles 2, The Lost Wo- uh, 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 Jurassic World, and many other films.
0: Yes, 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 we do. Yes, we do. Uh, as far as uh, what's coming soon to the movie
1: theaters. Oh, there's one I'm so excited about. Oh, my goodness. Oh,
0: my goodness. It's,
1: Next week. It's impossible.
0: Mission Impossible oh Fallout, which is being called the Mad Max Fury Road of the Mission Impossible series. It's super exciting. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. You've also got, um, let's see, what else is coming out next week? Uh, Teen Titans Go! Which, strangely enough, I saw the trailer for that. It kind of looks funny. Why not?
1: I mean, why like,
0: not? Like, um, I'm not opposed to, uh, to an animation movie i'm not opposed there's also a comedy a romantic comedy called half magic coming out um a horror film called stillborn the trailer the, the poster in and of itself for stillborn scares the living crap out of me <laughs> um and there's also i believe a french um uh, a french comedy called uh or something along those lines uh which is coming out next week as well so those four films uh, are coming out next week but uh um, let's be honest uh, it's, it's all about the fallout yeah. it's all about the fallout on that note <laughs> on that note we've got a mission impossible to go to today um so if you want to follow me on social media you can do that at Alan Mahana if you want to follow Hod solo had. solo and make sure you check us out on NGAMI and Apple podcasts or whatever podcast software app that you use. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you join us next week, 4 p.m. on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. Go watch some movies. Yeah.
1: I'm Alan and I am Hat Solo and together we can rule the galaxy That might take too much time. Let's talk
0: about films and TV instead. That makes sense. Join us every Saturday at 4 p.m. for brand new episodes of Script to Screen, only on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. We'll be discussing all the latest news from the film and TV industry. And we'll also enchant you with some of the greatest songs and soundtracks out there. Script to Screen, only on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM, made to be heard.